Hey you, Nina here. You are officially listening to Trigger Can We Play With That wherever you get your podcast. You might also be watching us on YouTube. That's new. We're pretty proud of it, even though it's a lot of work. So enjoy. <laughs> if you're not following me on Instagram at Drama Therapist Nina, now is a great time to do that. There's lots of little goodies that we've got on there. And I keep you up to date with the anti-supremacy stuff and the humanist stuff and the drama therapy stuff and the emotion stuff and all the things. Yes, all the things are very easy for me to get onto Instagram. Okay. That said, it is June. We're here on the podcast. We are definitely celebrating Pride Month, right? And when you think about Pride, the angle that we're going to take on these episodes, for right, some of these episodes for this month as we lean in is how do you own your truth and let other people own their truth without oppressing yourself and without oppressing other people? Yeah, yeah. This episode in particular, we're going to talk about challenging inherited biases, okay? If you don't know what a bias is, it's prejudice, usually in favor of or against something. And we're going to talk about the difference between a bias that you created in your life based on your experience versus an inherited bias that you received from your family, from your ancestors, from another country and so on and so forth, right? We're going to talk about how do we recognize biases and how do we challenge them? So, so important if you want to live an empowered lifestyle. Yeah. Okay. So if you listen to today's episode, we're going to be leaning into just one facet of challenging inherited biases, right? It's not going to be everything, but it is going to be one thing that you can really lean into. So with that said, have a friend to talk about this episode with, get a journal to lean in, right? So that you know that you're not just listening, right? And consuming, but you're really processing what we're trying to offer here. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. So without further ado, here we go. Are you ready to play? I'm ready to play. Okay, let's play. Welcome to Triggered. Can we play with that? You know that moment when your emotions ramp up in an instant, leaving you feeling helpless, frozen, or out of control? In that moment, you've been emotionally hijacked, the very definition of triggered. And I want to ask you, can we play with that? I'm Nina L. Garcia, drama therapist and empowerment coach of Houston Creative Arts Therapy. Join me as we discover ways to empower you and the people who mean the most to you to transform hard conversations into teachable moments. Triggered. Real playful. Real respectful. Real empowered. Let's take a breath. And we're going to go straight into story time. So, My story today is a personal story. We are talking about challenging inherited biases. And once upon a time, I went to the beach with a bunch of friends. So this was Galveston Beach. We were at a beach house. I was meeting new people because I didn't know everyone there. And so some people had their partners or their kids that I'd never met. And there was one of the women there who had her male partner and homeboy was there talking about himself and the things that he'd done growing up and his awesome mom and the things she did and all the things. And we were talking about all the things and he was sharing and I was sharing and everyone was sharing. And I come out my mouth and say something akin to, oh my gosh, I am a city girl and I cannot stand small towns 
they are just like, they just feel like they're closing in on me. And I just, I just can't understand how people like even live in a small town, right? Now you might've noticed by my tone, by my body language, if you're watching versus listening, right? That there's a lot of like disgust and judgment in my relationship with small towns in this moment. And because I'm not thinking about other people, as I share this story, he goes quiet for a second and he looks back at me and he says, I'm from a small town. And that's all he says, period. I'm from a small town, period. And immediately I felt embarrassed. Immediately I felt almost sort of like how they describe, like when the blood rushes out of your face, right? And you're like, oh my gosh. Immediately I thought, oh my gosh, I have a bias here against small towns that I had not really been invited to realize until this moment. And so being an accountable, you know, attempting to be empowered person at that moment, I owned that truth and I took a moment and I said, I'm so sorry. (laughs) Uh, And I owned it in that moment, literally, and said out loud to him, I had not realized that I had such an intense feeling about small towns until this moment. And I'm now need to do some work on that. Thank you for letting me know that you're from a small town. And again, I apologize. I was not smiling in the way that I am now. Um, I was much, much more somber about it in the moment. And I think when we have these moments where we come up against our own bias, the best thing we can do is hold ourselves accountable right? Hold yourself accountable when you come up against a moment like this. Now, the story that I just told is essentially about big city girl meets small town boy. And there's a bit of a culture clash there, right? Individual culture clash. There's also an inherited bias here. Yes. And it was mine. So if we move on from the story and we say, you know, Nina, small town versus big city, you know, that's not really big fish to fry. Let me tell you how this relates to all the other things that you might have bias about or that I might have bias about because we're going to learn, friends. We are so going to learn. And here's where I'm going with this. When you think about inherited bias, what we're talking about is that you were taught a story. You were taught to believe something about a particular place or people or group, right, or, or an individual. You were taught to believe this. And you take that belief and you live your life as if it is true. It affects the way you think, it affects the way you emotionally feel, and it affects your behaviors, right? So we're we're always thinking about your thoughts, your feelings, your behaviors, right? When we think like, how do I empower myself to deal with these triggers? You gotta know what's happening with your thoughts and your feelings and your behaviors, yeah? Yeah. So when I think about that small town experience, at that point in my life, I had not personally had any bad small town experiences. I had a very particular visceral experience, which I'll explain shortly, but I had not actually experienced prejudice in a small town toward myself. What I did have in my body when I drove through a small town was tension, fear, rigidity. I felt literally like the, like the town was closing in on me when I would drive through a small town. I did not want to stop at a gas station. I did not want to have to stop for food in a small town. I was worried that because I am a member of the BIPOC community, right? Because I'm Latina, that 
I was going to experience some type of prejudice and I didn't want to, I wanted to avoid it at all costs. I wanted to keep myself safe. Right. And who would, who would fault anyone from wanting to keep themselves safe? But I want us to challenge these inherited biases because the reality was I had not experienced any prejudice in a small town yet. When I did have in my body at that point, sitting on the beach, talking to that, that guy who was from the small town, what I had in my body was my family stories, their lived experience of actually experiencing prejudice in small towns, right? My grandfather, love him, so close with him, bless him, drove from New York to Texas, stopped in middle America somewhere and refused, was refused service, right? My grandfather, for those of you who don't know, very dark black body, a very dark Puerto Rican. Yes. And so we won't get into the history of Puerto Rico and all of these things right now, but that was his lived experience. I inherited the idea that if I were to go into a small town, that I would suffer some similar type of prejudice, right? He wasn't the only one to experience that, right? I've got aunts and uncles and cousins of all different colors, right? Being from Puerto Rico who have similar stories. But what, why I share this with you is I want you to start thinking when you have an averse reaction to a thing or a person or a place, is it because you have a lived experience there? Or is it because you inherited someone else's experience there? Now, of course, again, you should keep yourself safe, right? I could guarantee that there are some places in America and in the world where I would walk in and would not be welcome, where I would experience prejudice. And after I had that conversation with him on the beach, I have since experienced prejudice in small towns. San Marcos, what you doing? Get, let's get it right. I like visiting y'all, but come on. Wimberley, let's get it right. I like visiting y'all, but come on. Okay. All right. <laughs> so... Those are other podcast episodes. We're not going to go into that right now, but I want you to start asking yourself this question. Is my averse feeling, my fear, my disgust, my shame, my whatever this is about this person, this thing, this place, is that feeling based on my lived experience or is it based on an inherited story from my family's lived experience? And y'all, I'm going to throw another one into the mix here. If it's not based on your lived experience, and it's not based on your family's lived experience, how far back does this narrative go that it continues to affect your present life? How far back are we talking here that we have an inherited bias affecting you? And I'm not saying that it's not helpful and that it can't keep you safe. What I'm saying is I want you to start thinking about all the feeling, all the feeling that you have behind that idea is it warranted? I just want you to, I just want you to question yourself. I want you to ask yourself, is it warranted? Okay. Is it, is it benefiting you? And is it benefiting the people around you? Because if it's not, can we flip the script on it? Please. Can we flip the script on it? Okay. <laughs> Before we even get to the flipping of the script, one of the things that people will talk about is, you know, well, I'm not biased. I don't have prejudice, right? There's explicit bias and there's implicit bias. Explicit bias is the crap that came out my mouth, right? I can't stand small towns. How could anybody grow up in a small town? Uh, small town, this, that, and the other. All the negative things that I said about a small town, that's explicit bias. That crap came out my mouth, right? I've done some work on it since then, and we're going to talk about some more on that in a second. But that's an explicit bias, right? It was said. It was, you could literally write down what I said. It was objective, right? Implicit bias 
is a little bit, a little bit harder to catch, but I want you to start questioning the feelings that you have, because that's how you're going to start catching those implicit biases. It's the little hints of something that feel like something is off or you have an aversion to it, right? That disgust, fear, anger that comes up and you feel regarding another person or a place or a thing when you feel that, and then you make a decision based on that. Maybe you exclude that person. Maybe you decide you don't want to drive through that town. Maybe you absolutely reject an idea. These may be where you're seeing implicit biases pop up. And this is why I want you to flip the script on this and start to challenge these inherited biases. Just challenge your bias, period, to really figure out, is it inherited or is this my lived experience? And regardless of which one it is, the ultimate question, is it beneficial to you and the people around you? Because if it is not, let's flip the script on it. And I know this is like my third time saying it. Let's move into that part of the episode. Okay. I want you to do something real simple because I want us to play with this. You know, I want us to play with this and our triggers around the, the things and people and places that we have an aversion to. Okay. I want you to write down something that you have an aversion to, and I want you to put it in a simple sentence. Simple sentence, meaning we're not going to be like, I can't stand people who blah, blah, blah. And this, because they make me feel like that's too much. It's too much. I'm going to break it simple, 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 break it down. Yes. Yes. I want you to write a simple sentence. Okay. Here's what I mean by that. Ba-bam. I fear small towns, period. Wrote it down before the episode. You're welcome. Okay. I fear small towns. That is a reality. I have an aversion to small towns. Now I still have that aversion to small towns, but not nearly as much as I did once I realized that I ever had it at all. Okay. So I want you to take a minute, think about what is it that I feel an aversion to, right? And it could be fear. It could be disgust. It could be anger. It could be one of, of many things, right? But I just want you to think about that discomfort you feel toward another human being, toward another place in the world, toward an event or an activity, a religion, a non-religion, whatever the case is, right? Whatever it is that you have a discomfort or aversion to, I want you to write it down in a simple sentence. We're nearing the end of the episode. And you know that I'm curious, what are you playing? What are your takeaways? If you have not yet, hit me up on Instagram, comment below the YouTube video, let us know what it is you're sitting with, yes? This should be a dialogue. I want this to be bridge building, that we talk about these things. I don't want them hiding under the carpet anymore. I don't want us stashing them in the closet anymore. It's enough. It's time. Let's go. Yeah? Let's deal with it. And let's deal with it in our own way, right? You don't have to go public with it. You don't have to do what I'm doing here and hit put yourself up on YouTube, right? But can you deal with it privately? Can you journal on it? Can you write that sentence down, right? All the things that you can do to just process it with yourself and lean in, right? Lean in. So for those of you who enjoy a bit of self-exploration, you know that I'm going to leave you with a thought for the upcoming week until our next episode. And my thought is this. I want you to take a look at what you wrote down. If you didn't write something down, you need to pause this episode and write something down. Okay, that's my invitation. (laughs) But I'm going to move on. I want you to take a look at the thought that you wrote down and I want you to ask yourself, is it beneficial that I continue to feel the fear, discomfort, disgust, anger, whatever is in that fill in the blank? Is it beneficial that I continue to feel that aversion regarding this thing? Or 
would it be more beneficial if I leaned in and challenged this bias, potentially challenged this inherited bias? That is my challenge for you this upcoming week, folks. Let's lean in. Let's do it together. I continue to lean in. And in the next episode, maybe not the next, next episode, but stay tuned because it is June and we're focusing on challenging biases. Yes, this month. I'm going to do an episode on bubble hopping. If you're not familiar with bubble hopping, you can head over to Google and learn more about it. But this is going to be a fun adventure challenge that I'm going to invite you to join with me on. I'm going to be doing it myself. I want you to do it. Bubble hopping is when you jump out of your bubble into something else and you lean in, right? And you try different things because you are intentionally trying to challenge any bias that you have, right? The more you lean into something that's scary, you realize, oh, wait, I have control over my feelings. I don't need to get rid of this person, get rid of this place, right? Disappear, outright reject or anything. This thing, I can handle my own feelings because I have more control, more sense of myself in this, right? Right. And we like that. We like that. (laughs) So. That is my invitation to you. We're going to be doing some bubble hopping in a future episode. Thank you for listening because that is what we planned for today, folks. Thank you for being willing to challenge your triggers as a human being. And if this has been helpful, quite seriously, if you have gained anything from this episode and you think it would be beneficial for somebody else to hear this episode, I want you to share it with them. Because what we talk about with small towns today, that was my story, it's the same stuff that we do for people's identities, people's roles. And instead of just, you know, avoiding a city or a small town, as the case may be, you actually may be misrepresenting, minimizing, or outright rejecting another human being Not for what they choose, but for how they exist in the world, how they were designed to exist in the world. And if you're going for an empowered lifestyle, we're not going to be down with that, right? We're trying to figure out how to accept multiple truths in a way that is beneficial for ourselves and for other people's. Yes, we want to diversify what it is to be human, right? We want to acknowledge what's already there. We want to acknowledge what's already there. So y'all, sorry, I got a little passionate about this. If it's been helpful and you know it's been helpful, just share it with someone else. That's the best thing that you can do, okay? Okay, no mas talking for me. Have a fantastic rest of your week. Lean into the challenge, share the episode, and otherwise, stay curious. Stay curious.